0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night. Uh, this is Mahmoudi, your host, and today we're going to speak to a great friend of mine, and he goes by the name of Frame
1: Damage. Frame up, Damage, man? how you doing? Doing good, man. doing great. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, man, I'm so happy to have you on here. Um, I was trying to push you to get on, get on, get on. I know you're a busy man, and I appreciate your time. And uh, yeah, so jumping into the subject, uh, you said that something about polygamy versus monogamy when it comes to men and um, women. Right. So, uh, yeah.
1: Just uh, just uh, a, um, a small, a short introduction and a short, you, you know, was um, it disclaimer? First time doing a podcast. If I stumble on my words, my apologies. I do get nervous. This is my first time. I don't do well on on the spot, but I figure the more I do this, you know, the more accustomed I'll get to it. Uh, so yeah, no, you're,
0: you're you're great, man. I I know you have a uh, Twitch account, right? Twitch account. Yeah,
1: I, I I Yeah, I do. I don't really stream as much anymore, just because uh, as the child yeah. you know, as as my parental duties have uh, uh, increased. You know, it's been. It's gotcha. been more, yeah, it's, yes, yes, <laughs> it's more of a nice, struggle nice. to get on, but for the most part, you know, I, I try to do it when I have time, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do have a Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash frame damage. Uh, I do hey, the- yeah, the- what um, <laughs> happened, yeah?
0: I uh, said you, uh, definitely advertise yourself right there. Good, <laughs> oh, yeah, of course, of course,
1: you know, you gotta <laughs> no, every counts, right? right? But uh, yeah yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I figured, yeah, why not talk about it, right? Because you know, it, we're, it's 2021, you know and you come to find that a lot of things are becoming acceptable, you know um, mm. you know in the past we used to fight for gay. We used to, the, people used to fight against gay marriage, people used to fight against uh, trans rights and all that stuff. and slowly you're starting to see a lot of these things become acceptable. Uh, so mm. you know, I have friends that are in monogamous relationships. I have friends that are in po- polyamorous relationships. I myself yeah. I'm in a monogamous relationship. Uh, rather, married. Mm-hmm. I've been married for five years. I've been with the same woman yes. since high school. You know, there you go, <laughs> fairy tale story, right? <laughs> yeah, fairy tale yeah, story, yeah. right? Same woman with the high school. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So, for the most part, you know, a lot of just, people- uh, just
0: a question. Yeah, I, I might have to interrupt you a couple of times, and I, I want to. the the listeners to like kind of know the background. And if you choose not to share, that's cool. Um, so was that the only woman that you had? Uh, a relationship with like as in dating and all that
1: yes uh this is the only um, woman i've ever been with um I, I don't really count what i did in like middle school as like really dating it was just like you know exp- just kind of you know just just talking to these girls it wasn't really anything serious you know mm. um but like for like seriously dating yes this is the mm. first and only woman i've ever really been with i've been with nice. uh my wife since high school Uh, She was 16 and I was 17, and basically I was about uh, to
0: say, "Wow, bro, aren't you like uh, 50 years old and
1: you're (laughs) 16?" (laughs) No, what are you saying? (laughs) No, hell no, 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 no. Um, But I was 17 and she was 16, and uh, Mm. you know, it was it was it was good. It was fresh. It was awesome. You know, it was if it was it was a it was a great relationship. Uh, Not was is Mm. because I'm still still with her, but um. (laughs) You know, we both came from uh, troubled times because our families mm. didn't agree with, you know, our, our, you know, with our, uh, with us being together with, um, you know, our thought processes, how we came across, how, how we, uh, how we, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Help me out here.
0: <laughs> so they, they, did they, um, did they not accept you for well,
1: how you were or they, so they my, just my, knew how their up, daughter was? No, growing up, my family was extremely like religious. So okay. a lot of the things that I wanted to, to try or wanted to, mm-hmm. uh, um, a lot of the things I wanted to become were, were shunned upon. Right. So for example, when I was younger, okay. I, my mother enrolled me into music school. Um, mm-hmm. and I happened to walk
0: because, because she wanted you to play in a church or just, uh... yeah, essentially.
1: Yeah. That was the goal because they wanted me to eventually play in the church on the piano. Um, yeah. but, uh, I remember walking by a music class and, um, Right across from that class is a uh, is, is the dance class. So the school is split into those that play instruments, those that sing, and then those that dance. It's a performing arts school. And and every section okay. of the school belonged to certain um, categories. So across the way mm-hmm. was the uh, dance class. And I was so interested mm-hmm. in Flamingo. It looks so passionate, you know, the... The woman looks wow. like the woman's looking at the guy like, "Yes, you are mine." The man's like, "No, I take the lead." And it's just—it was just really powerful stuff. And not like as a as a as an eight-year-old, that was like, I was like, "Wow, that is amazing!" Like, the the raw right. passion of that. And I told my mother I want to mm-hmm. do it, and she didn't believe that men, or rather, straight men should be dancing, or just men in general should not be dancing. She right. she was afraid right. that like I would catch the gay if I you know. <laughs> but I just had to go dancing, and it was just—it was—it was terrible, and, you know. And then the same thing happened five years later when I—wait, um, was it five years? No, it was three years later, where I went to a performing arts class. So basically, it was called CAP. It was uh, performing arts and uh, technology. So that's yeah. how yeah. I started picking up my interest in computers, building computers, and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then this, yeah. the other side, cool. there was—you know—you learn how to sing, you learn how to dance, you learn. How to play music. You learn how to write music. You learn how to. Write- did
0: you have that freedom when you did join that um cat oh, program? In that time where, where I you. Got,
1: two- I had the I had the ability to express myself there, and that was a comfortable space. Um, mm. that that's where I really felt like amazing, but um, you know. Uh, that you know that only lasts you know until fifth grade, so.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay, so so um, there's there's uh, high schools that have programs like that. Did you uh, want to join any of
1: those? Ah, uh, yeah, but they wanted me. My my mother wanted me to go to a high school that was, uh, or rather, a middle school that was close by. So, mm-hmm. so I ended up going to Museum School in uh, by Chelsea, uh, 19th Street. Um, that okay. was that was all right. <laughs> it wasn't the best school, but hey, yeah. the, only, yeah. the only redeeming quality of that school. You know, I—that's I, where I met my wife. So, yes. it's funny because my wife go. was looking into a performing arts school. Um, wow! Uh, she,
0: so you guys connected, like, yeah. That.
1: So she, um, she, uh, she couldn't—they didn't accept her. I think they wanted no—they accepted mm-hmm. her, but they didn't want her for singing. I think they wanted her for something else, and she wasn't like having it. Um, she mm-hmm. used to do uh, choir, so okay, so that was cool. But yeah.
0: No, I'm sorry. I'm jumping. No, 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 you're fine. I just really wanted to know like your background. Yeah, that's fine.
1: You know, just going back to that, I wanted, I ran into, uh, they took that that, uh, program that I was mentioning in fifth grade. They took me to a play and I was very interested because they were taking applications. And uh, I was going to go in for like an audition and my mother ripped that up in front of me. So, um, (sighs) yeah, so like, you know, my wife, my wife has been going through her troubles too. Growing up, you know, father. was.
0: Boy, how did you, how did you feel? when your mother like how do you do you want to tell us like a little story and background about like how that happened like you were excited to bring this piece of paper to your mom oh yeah Yeah, Um, of
1: course so um for the most part i try like for me my personality i'm i'm very bubbly and I'm, i'm like i get very excited over every little thing like the little things in life bring me so much joy and you know sometimes it can be a pain for some people but you know, my mother, my mother was very strict about Christian who really did not want anything of me than to go to school, uh, graduate college as, with a business degree and kind of just live out my life uh, as the everyday salary man, Right. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I just, you know, I didn't see that as an interesting thing. I, I had a passion for the arts. I really did like the arts. And she just was not having it. So when I brought all that paper and she ripped it in front of me, I felt like my dreams were crushed. Like, oh my God, not even my own mother. Like, come on now. So mm. that, that, that hurt, that, that hurt a lot. And, and unfortunately it kind of paved the way to a lot of the insecurities that I have to this day where I can't, yeah, really? that I can't feel, I find I have difficulty expressing myself sometimes. And I'm always very quick mm. to defend myself. You know, they say that the foundation of one's uh, of one's um, one's person is the home where they grow up. And I'm a firm believer of that.
0: Wow. Yeah, yeah I, I definitely see yeah. that. I definitely see that. But uh, I mean, like, definitely see that as in like the, the first bricks, not as in you, because I didn't even know that you had that insecurity. You uh, you're you're a confident person from what I have seen. Um, you, you stand tall and, you know, you're very affirmative and um you're assertive I, I i i'm surprised that you even said that you had an insecurity everyone has yeah but i didn't i didn't even notice that was your insecurity
1: yeah i hide it very well they always say the people that laugh the loudest uh, are the best are the best liars <laughs> so i don't know they i try to i try to hide it um for me i just keep mm. everything in eventually it comes it comes to gotcha. the surface and at times where i would not like it to but you know, it's something that I'm learning as I, as I grow older, I'm only 30. So.
0: Right. We're, we're all human. We got our right. own thing. Hmm. So, um, back to, um, you know, marriage and polygamy and, um, you said that you are in a, what type I'm of I'm in a monogamous
1: marriage. So I only have one partner and I plan to only have one partner. Um, you know, I, I always hmm. found the topic interesting, right? So me, myself, I could never practice polygamy. I thought the, I I think Mm -hmm. the idea of polygamy is really interesting. Um,
0: Well, why, why not? Why, why do you think that you you can't?
1: So for me, um, okay. So before, let me just, again, let me be very clear. I'm not against polygamy and I'm not against anybody that practices Mm -hmm. polygamy. These are just my views. You're Mm -hmm. free to disagree, you know, but for me, I've always liked the idea of stability. I like the idea that you and I as partners are going through life, picking each other up and supporting each other. And there is a security in that for me that I know that this woman is mine and mine alone, that we share our experiences mm-hmm. are exclusive to the both of us and no one else can share that. And I think mm-hmm. that's a beautiful thing, you know?
0: Do you think that since, you know, you had the dating life and now you're, uh, you've been married for five years, that when you're dating it's not as exclusive as in being married, like to actually be married is like more, uh, or, or it's really exclusive versus just dating.
1: Hmm. Good question. Um, I would say that marriage kind of solidifies the idea because what it is, is, um, that you are now binded by law, you know, you're binded by law Mm -hmm. and for the most part you're, Every, you know there's a lot of benefits that come with it, but for the most part, binded by law and you know there there is a serious commitment that you are that you are uh that you are putting that you're putting forth you are basically saying, I mm-hmm. will not stray. <laughs> you know, I'm here until we die <laughs> you know that is like that's almost like a blood yeah. bond that it's it's so powerful um you know that that's mm-hmm. not something dating can. Can bring you dating. I feel right. I feel like when people like when we date, we're looking for those, um, those, those, those quick, uh, what's the word? Those quick experiences, like, yeah, those quick, luckful? uh, those quick experiences. Like, uh, we want to feel, uh, something we want to feel substantiated in some way, but not have to put in the work for it, you know. Um, you know, dating is simply mm. courtship, right? Whereas marriage is. An obligation it's way different
0: so how long how long do you think in your you know experience and everything that someone should date and then get married because you know at one point you'll just be like, this is like pretty much marriage you know how people do that they'll be dating or being girlfriends quote unquote boyfriends for uh, ten years and then you'll be like what ten years like you guys are not married yet and it's like yeah we are married and they're really not so I think you lose that type of respect and um, ability to actually say, hey, marry me. Right? You know what I mean? Since you said that it's like by law, it's like more official and it's like a blood yeah. bond type thing. Um, so w- when do you think like that should happen? you like maybe within see, a year or after a year, it's, two years. It's hard. To-
1: it is really hard because, you know, people develop um, people develop their relationships at different rates, so say 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 you mm-hmm. Mahmoud, are with a woman, right? Mm-hmm. And after a year, right the, it, everything just clicks, everything just clicks for you, right, and you you feel nothing but adoration right. for this woman. and it's been about two or three years. Mm-hmm. maybe you feel like, okay, you know, all my ducks are in a row i think I think the time is right. let's get married, right. Versus someone who's like in the same shoes as you who probably doesn't feel a connection at all with this person and they're dating. They don't, that that's not strong enough. Right. It's, it's very subjective. It's very hard to right. quantify that. Um, you can't quantify it. It is, it really. is.
0: But, but from your experience and opinion, um, what's, what's, you know, like, yeah, there's different rates, but you know, not everybody's going to look young and beautiful, especially, um, you know, when you get older, you're, you're kind of less attractive than you were when you were
1: younger
0: they say that um so you know speaking on that they say that
1: uh (laughs) it's so silly that that this is a thing that people believe they say that a woman uh when she enters her 20s that's when she begins to depreciate and i'm just like what what the fuck (laughs) what kind of logic is that you know right oh my god so yeah that goes into some of the points I have. But yeah, I, not, not, not,
0: not, I wouldn't say twenties, but like there is a number out there where, where I think someone does depreciate in a way. The, the reason in, in this day and age, right. Because I'm not speaking about like in the past and stuff like that, because now the reason why I say that is because people go through so many relationships that are not stable and they're not willing to work for, you know, how hard you work to be with this woman for so long that they keep jumping and they get used to it. So they have like this muscle built yeah. for jumping, you know what I mean? And so they're just like pretty much carrying the baggages like over and over and over again. And then when they're 30, they have this habit of jumping. And so when they find something stable or someone has, uh, you know, that type of person that you could settle down with it's hard to do because you're you can't you know sit still for <laughs> right,
1: it's uncomfortable
0: <laughs> you know uh more than a
1: year it's uncomfortable yeah you're used yeah. to a certain way in your life and a certain freedom and certain freedoms right certain entitlements if you will right and then sometimes in yeah. your situation someone that is stable that wants to kind of settle down that becomes a threat mm-hmm. believe it or not to that existence and you mm-hmm. think to yourself oh shit like I don't know, True. you know. Then, yeah. then uncertainty comes into play. Then that uncertainty becomes anxiety, and then you start to to uh, freak out. You are unable to make decisions, and then what do you do? You, you, you sometimes you have a mental breakdown.
0: <laughs> mm. So that that's that's what I say. Like you know, there has to be some sort of uh, time limit because a year, oh yeah, is a lot. Sure. You know, like one, once once you are thirty or you reach a certain number, you start to say, hey, like, yo, I can't do the things that I used to do, right? Everyone usually says that when they hit, like, a certain number and they see their body change and they can't, you know, adapt to certain things that they used to adapt so quickly to. So that's why I think, like, when you're in your 20s, it's just you're building your personality. You know what I mean? Once you've built your personality, you uh, know what you want and what you don't want. And, you know, when somebody is... Uh, like, you know, the first, uh, the, the house thing you told me about where, uh, a person is, you know, the foundation, basically you see the house and that's the foundation and you got to make these two things combine, which is really ha- hard because when do you ever see two houses getting together? Like, you know, combining into, I mean, like, I'd, one love, house? To, this I'd very love to rare. see that. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: I yeah, that'd be that. that'd
0: be pretty cool, man. But I don't think anybody's like open to do that. They'd be like, "Oh no, I like my space, my house, well, you know, my what? line.
1: Don't cross." Oddly me. enough, that you know people say uh, that, but we as humans are social yeah. creatures, so oh. we sh- we seek we seek yeah. companionship as as much as we fight that idea. Yeah, it always comes down to that, right? Uh, so mm-hmm. to go, to go back to your question,
0: right? I think I think it has a lot to do with cool. space too, because. When, when the space boundary and respect for space is broken, that's when people really want, like, to be away from people because, like, they're just, you know, drained from taking up, taking up their energy to give it to somebody else. You know, you have to have balance. That's what I always tell people, right. like, balance is key. you got to have time for yourself, your children, your wife. Your... I can't speak for, like, a family because I don't have it, but from what I've uh, read... Um, you know, in books and the Quran and the prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam used to, uh, how he used to spend his time, you know, and he was the greatest example on this earth, in my opinion, and from what I've read. So whatever things I use uh, from the prophet, peace be upon him, it's actually a benefit for right. me and others, you know? So, um, yeah, the balance is key. So when I see people jumping and, and they're depreciating in value and you know, they have so much baggage. They end up being, you know, like single for a very long time. And they start practicing to be in long-term relationships very late in life. And, you know, you're going to carry a lot of things and you're not fresh as you used to be, you know. So a lot of things get harder. And so for you to be married and um, settled and you have a child, that that's beautiful. And you were able to learn so quickly that, you know, this is how relationships are and you have to fight for being together. And that's very right. hard to do because it's easy I mean, to split. look at, look at
1: marriage. easy to look just at split. marriages. You know, yeah, nowadays, and you we have a huge issue with divorce. Like the, we, we do, <laughs> we're having more divorces than we are marriages now. And it, it's crazy. And a lot of people will yeah. say, Oh, it's cause of money. Now no, really the three things that kill a relationship, lack of intimacy, lack of communication, and usually infidelity. Those mm-hmm. are usually three things that will kill a relationship. And uh, infidelity. Uh, what's is infidelity again? Simple terms. It's like someone cheating on you. So like you, you and your partner, you sleep with somebody else and, and somebody, uh, um, mm. it, it's, it sucks. It really does. Um, yeah. I, I, think, I
0: think the main reasons for that would be like porn and masturbation and, and not having your your you your gaze so? to that woman that you're with, you know, because of like a lot of, yeah, definitely because I've noticed that you know when people uh it, it, all right, just think about it. like masturbation is a solo thing. It's not like, you know, you're with mm-hmm. someone and you're you're sharing this, right? So, if you're used to doing this alone, you're going to fantasize about something that's not even real. And when you're alone and you're doing unrealistic things, it's like you know when it comes to the real thing how are you going to do the thing that you think you're doing in in your solo i'm not
1: sure if i can i would have to push back on that actually i don't i think that i don't think there's anything wrong go ahead yeah let me know what you think about that i think when you start separating reality when you if you're an individual that can separate reality and fantasy like any logical you know sound of mind and body human being i think that that's Fine, you, I think there's nothing wrong with porn and masturbation. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's some things you can actually pick up from porn and masturbation mm-hmm. because masturbation is just you know sexual exploration of yourself and, if, and you know your body more than anything. So if anything, becoming mm-hmm. familiar with your body and being used to these kind of things kind of helps in your situation, you know. Um, uh, what else what was I going to say? Um, I think there are some individuals that practice masturbation and pornography in an unhealthy manner. And I think that is really what gets highlighted. You know, nobody really mm-hmm. talks about the positives because, you know, in and of itself, porn and masturbation is, is kind of like a taboo topic. Nobody wants to sit down and talk about it. Right. So, you know, mm-hmm. I don't I don't mind to openly admit it. Mm-hmm. I watch porn like any other guy does. And I, I practice masturbation mm-hmm. as well. So like I look at my wife and I can be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't I can separate reality from fantasy. And if anything, it has Ooh. enriched my mm. sexual, uh, my sexual life with my wife. Um, or rather, I'm sorry, not my sexual yeah. life. That sounds weird. My sexual experiences mm. with my wife, uh, because I have a very good understanding of my organ, because of that inspiration, You know. Um, yeah. So it all depends, mm. really, right? So society will have you, f- will have you say, will have you think that it's terrible and you know there are there are some strange things on 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 the internet when it comes to porn like we can both agree like i mean a lot of a lot of men when they watch it you'll find that a lot of men have like like um uh, issues with they'll find issues they'll find um what's the word i'm looking for they find insecurities within themselves when they watch it because now they're watching yeah come on think about it what sells in porn really? for a man like what, what what do you when you think of pornography between a man and a woman like when you see a video with a man and a, and a woman yeah. like come on what do you see with the dude who's got a big fucking dick he's yeah. huge he's fucking huge and this woman is just like bombastic <laughs> like completely like you know perfect yeah. no no um <laughs> no infallible like nothing infallible about her or nothing fallible about her rather that's that's what i'm looking for um okay. so it creates this weird thought process yeah. in your head where it's like well in order for me to be uh sexually uh successful i need a big dick and if i'm going to have sex with someone yeah. it better be someone that looks like a nine or a ten but dude you're looking like a six so i don't know, I don't know what the fuck you're gonna fucking pull you know what i mean <laughs> you're gonna be fucking funny if you're if you're gonna if you're if you're not so so wait wait oh, sorry
0: you you kind of you kind of you kind of contradicted yourself where you said that you will learn. And, oh, well, yeah, I guess you were showing the side of where people right. actually compare themselves to these people. And so that's right. What because in the end your, of the day, your, your I know
1: myself. Like I know that I'm not going to have any issues because right. I can please my wife. I, I, I'm I fine. That's not going to right. affect me because in the end of the day, mm-hmm. this... These videos are simply scenarios that were man made. You're not going to see in reality a bang bus. Like, come on now. Like, (laughs) you're not going to see like some woman walking down the street and some dude's like, yo, we got some cash. Get in the van, son. Like, no. No, that doesn't happen in real life.
0: Yo, there was a YouTuber though. Did you see that? there's a YouTuber and he 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 was oh so God, like yeah. damaged from it that. It wasn't me,
1: damage. No, I, no, I I I know. I remember what you're talking about. Yeah, no, yeah, did, you, did you see that? that? Oh shit! A... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, and he showed up. He he perform. showed he could not yeah. because come on, he, he, this he couldn't perform. This dude on the spot. Yeah, he's on. He's in a van with his good-looking chick. <laughs> Why do you get on the bus, with well, you, you know, know what he knew what's about, up, he, You know what I mean? Yo, come on. <laughs> he was like, oh, shit. This is the real deal. You know what affects him till good? this day? What? It does?
0: You know what affects him till this day? Yeah, because, you know, he showed up to one of the uh, YouTube awards c- ceremonies, and he was hard, and he came up See, that he was like, oh, you think I can't get hard in front of people? Mind. Here you go. Boom. Yes, and yo, it wasn't done then because, like, you know how um, there was this other YouTuber. He also yeah. had like a mental breakdown. A lot of YouTubers, man, they 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 go through a lot, man. Like to keep up this, you know, uh, fame and whatever it's called. I, I don't know the exact word for it, but they have to be this person for these people, you that know, be celebrity. And so, uh,
1: him and oh, they're trying to upkeep that celeb. They're trying to keep up that. Say it again. Style.
0: Yeah. Like we're human. We all fall. We all, you know, have wins and losses. So he was showing his perfect life and they were competing in a way, I guess pride was in a way. And so this guy was saying how uh, he was exposing um, the other guy, the one who, you know, couldn't get hard, whatever. And uh, he was saying how uh, there was a trip they went to like another country to, you know, um, have fun, but they ended up bringing prostitutes. And so um, the guy who couldn't perform kept asking the woman, um, "That do you enjoy this? Do you enjoy this?" And he had like a translator there, asking, you know, like, hey, "Hey, do you enjoy this?" Blah blah blah. Like that is insane that you need all of that. Yeah, you know, you you yeah, get what I'm saying. Was, like this guy went to another trying country, to get it back. paid a prostitute and. Wanted yeah. to
1: hear that. You become, what I'm doing that, is that's good, trauma, right? Trauma, bro. That's that's the result. Of trauma. What kind of what? I mean, come on. Listen, these porn no. stars, these male porn stars. Oh my god, they do this shit for a living. So they know exactly they can get hard like whenever they need to. Yeah, it's, it's a fucking. It's like a fucking switch, bro. Like a fucking <laughs> switch. This poor guy probably either <laughs> has has casual sex, casual sex a, a couple of times, or maybe not at all. Maybe he's a virgin. Who the fuck knows? You know, we don't know his life. We don't know what, what his background is, and then he's in front of cameras, in front of a dude, in front of a yeah. good looking girl that's trying to get down on him. He's nervous. Of course, he's gonna fuck up. Like <laughs> you're talking about, you're talking,
0: mm. you're talking.
1: About, then get out of the bus, literally. Because why are you trying you know, you don't to like, impress it's, people? It's you that, know, it's that male like my, 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 I almost said it in Spanish, like machismo. You know, it's it's yeah, it's pride. It's and the it, pride, you don't, bro. Want to look like a bitch plain and simple you, want to, uh, you feel like it's raw i get it damn but, okay. not as raw as his dick was when he was trying to fuck this girl but anyways <laughs> oh I'm, yeah oh man <laughs> but yeah no I'm, oh, i got his name, got his name, got his name but sorry dude but yeah, you see people still talk about it like uh, that don't get, the, don't get on the bus no seriously don't dude you know oh. what's happening you have to figure out what's happening you know what the fuck this is you're not an idiot you yeah. know so right. i if i were him i would have backed out right. no way no way i'm not about to have yeah. millions of people see me go limp dick No, hell no i will no end me please take my life no
0: oh my god there was like are you see, gay hurts, are you this or that, you're oh, that was you gotta so, like got to oh like
1: god. uh you gotta mend that shit bro you, you <laughs> this is how people become damaged man when you're in a situation like that you gotta help your bro <laughs> you can do it son you can do it man get it, get it. <laughs> oh come on no I think that's Dude, more you have pressure no idea. Than anything like, when I was in the army <laughs> nah, no, 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 no. Bullshit. it's not like Bullshit. lifting when weights bro you, bro you know when that i was in the army of muscle. and i felt like <laughs> i didn't want to continue like with an exercise my boy would come up to be like yo fuck up stop being a little bitch get up let's finish this workout right. and that that like that gave me inspiration i was like oh i feel yeah. fucking strong i feel powerful let's do this you know, I'd be running. We do uh 61 uh, mm-hmm. 30 sixties mm-hmm. and 6120s yeah. for those that don't know. It's basically running 30 seconds, walking 60 seconds, and then running 60 seconds and then walking 120. And you do yeah. this about like five times. You you want to fucking drop dead. So Around. on the fifth time, I'm like, oh, I'm dying. boys, oh. like, yo, don't fucking give up on me now, man. You ain't no little mm-hmm. bitch. You better fucking run with me. I was like, Yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Yo, every morning, every time we see each other, like me and the boys, and when we're in the army, we'd fucking like it's, it's hilarious. It's like we're like animals. We're just grunting and fucking running into each other. It's like pure fucking like testosterone. And it felt great. That's what I'm saying. In his situation, instead of them making fun of him, they should have yeah. fucking goaded him. Like, yo, you got this, son. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Go, go get it. I'm like, <laughs> that would have been the yo. Tell me that would not have been the best fucking video if you saw that shit. And he was able to do it and niggas were cheering him the back. <laughs> That would have been amazing. Oh yeah, that definitely made, would have been amazing. I would have my pants and like, yeah, let's go. I would've <laughs> been cheering. Oh, this ain't poor anymore, nigga. This is a journey. <laughs> oh man. There it goes. There's there's me. This is this is who I am. Oh man. That was great. Yeah, I'm happy you're here. But that, that's the <laughs> that's the reality of it, man. He was in a really bad situation, you know. But it, again, going back to what I was saying before, where where men have yeah. those insecurities due to porn, that's being unable to separate um fantasy from mm. reality. So if you're able to do that, that shouldn't affect you. Um, yeah, <clears throat> there are some people that become addicted to it, mm. just like with any like people get addicted to 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 food. People get addicted yeah. to drugs. People get addicted to alcohol, and when you abuse, it, yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. you, you abuse, even the gym, it, it can destroy you. Even it the can gym destroy you. Yep. So you Head have to down. be able to to uh, separate mm-hmm. reality from fantasy, and it's hard for some people. Um, it's a mental game. So if, if you feel that uh it's destructive for you yeah and if you feel like you if you find your this is this is my my rule of thumb if you watch it and you find yourself neglecting your everyday duties uh you're unable to enjoy life outside of porn then it's a problem then you need you need to stop you just plain need Mm -hmm. to stop because that's when it becomes unhealthy you know what i mean right um so, yeah, I, I don't know, bro. Um, yeah. I think I, I, I see your point, you know, but I, I just don't I don't get it. I, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I, I, I myself just don't think that that's the case. There's always some kind of factor on the There's an outside influences that kind of um, that that create that scenario where people become or rather than men that the men become insecure when they watch that kind of when I watch that kind of stuff. um maybe maybe they're maybe maybe there's someone they like mm. and you know they hear all that locker talk you know they hear stupid shit like oh yeah you know i you know they start comparing themselves to each other and then you start to lose that confidence and then you know there's mm. always the idea of people really ridicul- ridiculing you you know come on right. like middle school high school children are fucked up man they're rude they're mm. crazy mean you know so you just need to need a <laughs> I always say you know you gotta find friends that are gonna that are gonna pick you up and and make you great right that, oh yeah of course you know people that will support you that, that's hard to find uh, it's, it's very it's a selfless act mm-hmm. and and for the most part most children are selfish whether they want to whether they want to accept that or not but you know i i i was uh i was unlucky myself in high school i didn't have a lot of uh i didn't have a lot of friends um i had very a very small circle of friends but um uh, I've had those insecurities before too. Any, any, mm-hmm. any young man does. But you know, sometimes it takes a shock to the system to to get out of that. You know, and for me, that was the military. So um, I'm forever thankful, forever thankful for the mm-hmm. for the choice that I made. And uh, yeah, like it shaped me now. Like all the, you know, mm-hmm. you and you know, you and I, we laugh a lot off off, you know, off air when we talk on the phone. We laugh a lot. And I feel like past me wouldn't have been able to yeah. do that, like, you know, right? Because I I wouldn't have the confidence. You know, I used to, you know, wow, really, you know that when I when I was younger, I used to look down when I walked. That shit was whack, bro. Like the girl that I like when I, I was with when I was with mm-hmm. my, uh, you know, my wife when we were in high school. Uh, I remember I asked her out uh, when I was sixteen yeah. and she was fifteen, and she said no. And that shit crushed me because I was like I was crushing mm-hmm. on her hard. And uh, I used oh. to look down all the time and people would be like, hey, Paul. I'm like, hey, what's up, man? You know, and then I would never speak aloud. I would never speak up when I'm when I'm talking mm. shit like that. Um, you know, after the military, that shit, mm-hmm. that shit, they, they kick you in the stomach, bro. They're like, stop being a bitch and get up. I'm like, it hurts, no, sergeant. I don't give a fuck. Get up. <laughs> so you're forced, you know, you're, mm. you're forced into a social setting. So you adapt because humans do when when faced with an adversary you adapt right and you become strong
0: mm. right but that that's what an intelligent person will do you know when they're faced with so much trouble they find answers and when they find the answer they choose to either put it in play or be afraid and never use it you know that's like the same thing as standing up to a bully because Everyone has strength, right? It's within you to uh, move when it's time to move. But if you choose to accept that person being bigger than you, quote unquote, you know, because no one is bigger than anyone, in my opinion, because, you know, um, I've been bullied before uh, for a very long time. And I was actually afraid of um, my parents being upset. That's the only reason why I would never fight, you know? And then when I found out, my parents didn't <laughs> find out, I got oh, into word? <laughs> and, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I was just like, wait, so my parents didn't find out? Oh, okay, so now you think you're the tough guy. So I remember this guy, right? This was a freshman year of high school. And I was a very skinny kid. But the thing is, like, um, I used to move a lot of um, crates and stuff at my dad's store. So I was very strong for that. Even though I was very skinny, like I was very lean, and my strength was crazy to my size, like my frame, and I saw this kid from my—I think he was in my elementary school. He was getting bullied, and this guy, by the way, I was like five seven at the time, and um, the elementary Jeez. kid that I knew, he was like six the big feet guy was tall, getting bullied? six one, right? Big guy, like he was huge. That's that's and, crazy. Yeah, the big guy was getting bullied. And, yeah, you know, like, size doesn't matter. So, like, if you're big, small, doesn't matter. It's the courage in you, you know? So he was getting bullied by a person who was bigger than him. This guy was about, like, 6'5 or something. He was big. Like, the dude was, like, 400 pounds. And my crazy ass sees him getting bullied. And I see myself. So I go up to him. I was like, yo, bro, um, what are you doing? And he goes, "Uh, mind your own business. So he mushes his face, right? He mushes the elementary kid's face, like, boom, to the locker. And I don't know how, but I push him and he falls to the locker, like, boom. And I, I like, advanced, like, straight up, like, flexed my chest and went up. And I was like, yo, don't mess with him because you won't mess with me too. And then when I see him, I see him. I was like, wait, hold on. I see his size and I'm like, yo, what am I doing? You know what I mean? So I look back and I'm like, yo, you got to get up. And fight for yourself. So get up and whoop this dude right now. Right? So he gets up. He sees that I'm pushing him. Just like, you know, the guy need pushing to get his thing up. Like, I was just like, yo, it's time to fight. So me, and him, get up. And I was like, hold up. If you don't want to fight, just stop doing this to people. Because it's not fair. You know what I mean? You know he's unable to defend himself. Why are you picking on him, brother? You know what I mean? So i i didn't need to actually hurt the man and nobody had to get hurt it was just putting a person in line like yo brother look you're better than this he's he's he grew up he grew that courage to actually face his pulley and then i had i don't know what sometimes i did act but like that and so i was just like yo what am know, i doing that, here you right now that, you know? you want
1: to be like that but sometimes you you find that 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 motivation deep inside yourself when you see acts like that. And you're like, you know what I am, I can do something. I, I mean, you're crazy going up against someone that tall, but you know,
0: yo. Yeah. But, but yo, I, I, I actually got picked on by the smaller kid now. Right. Like this is another story. This guy, he wasn't a bully, but I just looked at him like a squirrel and (laughs) I'm like, yo, my man, like I literally have to kick you and you'll probably die. You know? And I'm looking at this guy and he's like shoving me and I'm just looking. I'm like, okay, like I'm barely moving. He literally tries to shove me and he's moving, you know? And I was just like, what are you doing? And so I was just like, all right, there's people that are smaller and bigger that really have this insecurity of, you know, showing their, I don't know if it's like manhood or, Whatever it is, like they, they have to prove themselves by picking on people that can't defend themselves, you know. And so, um, uh, yeah, yeah, like the, the the courage is always within the person. Doesn't matter the size. And um, that that's that's it what tits, I learned,
1: though, because you know um, it's so funny. Like you you watch TV, on life, you watch a lot of the, like um, media out there, and you and the bully is always this like mean looking ugly dude sometimes Mm -hmm. he's like the pretty boy and he's just like a dick and like it makes you (laughs) they kind of portray the bully as this man that just does this because he loves it he loves watching you suffer and he's meant to be so he's meant to be like an obstacle for like the main character and the role his only existence in these things is so that the character has some form of, of growth and then after they're dealt with it's like they don't exist. And the sad thing is a lot of the times mm. these bullies they're just misunderstood. You know, they come from difficult homes. Maybe they don't get that um, that affection that they've always wanted maybe. Maybe they want to be friends with the people that they bully but they don't know how to do it because all they've known in their life is aggression, you know? They see they see their parents fight all the time. Maybe they maybe the maybe their parents yeah. rough them up a bit and they think you know, and and they think that's how that's how it is. That's how you're supposed to be with people. And it's bad because <clears throat> you know I remember one of my bullies, right? You know, my one of my bullies, he was uh, after we fought, we be we became really good friends. Right. And the thing is I didn't fight. He he more or less like hit me. Really? And that was that. Everyone's just like, oh my god, okay. Because like for me, like I, I'm not, you yeah. know, people tell me, Oh, you shouldn't be you shouldn't say it, but I've never been in a fist fight a fist fight before. Never. Never. But if I do get into like some kind of altercation, yeah. it's usually with yeah. words. I may not be able to punch the hardest, but I can cut deep with words. Um hmm. I don't know, man. The silver tongue, <laughs> motherfucker, that's right.
0: Damn. So so you're gonna kill him after you're dead. You're like
1: you. You are short. In my will, will, I'm going to amass an army to come after your ass. (laughs) It's like, oh, here lies Paul. (laughs) (laughs) And then all of a sudden, he's like, yeah, I took care of him. And then all of a sudden, you have a fucking hole. They got FBI and (laughs) all the police. Like, come on, with your hands up. What the fuck is going on? (laughs) It's like, that's right, motherfucking. Right straight from the grave. You can't run from me. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, no, it's. He punched me in the face. And, um, <laughs> I like yeah. that. Yeah, he thought it was funny. He punched me in the face. What? And, in um, the face? i kind of him so much shit for it. And he, oh, he kind of felt bad what? for it.
0: Oh, my God. So, wait, wait. A question. When a I was question. younger?
1: No. Because, Did you learn uh, any
0: type of self-defense when you were younger? Ah, there we go. I think that's very important. I think it's very important. Like, when right. somebody doesn't know how to defend themselves, they can't defend themselves against a bully. And so I want to give a big shout out. I think he he passed away. Rest in peace, Vito. Um, so in fifth grade, when 9-11 happened, uh, that's when bullies start to, you know, just pick on, pick on uh, a Muslim like me. So uh, there was a bunch of kids, right? And there was this one kid. Oh, my God. He would not get off of me, man. I don't know why. Maybe because I was doing really good in school and I was a good student and the teachers liked me and they paid attention. So I asked Vito, I was like, hey, Vito, you know, there's this kid that always pushes me around. And I can't tell my dad because, you know, he had uh, like heart complications and our business wasn't doing so well. So I didn't want to stress my dad even more. You know, like, oh, this kid's doing bad in school. Business is bad. That's just another stress. Right. So I kept it in. And so I asked Vito, I was like, Hey Vito, I want to talk to you about something and it bothers me. And he's just like, Oh, did you tell your dad? I'm like, no, nah, I can't do that. And I explained to him, he's like, Yeah, that's true. He's like, You want me to come <laughs> into the school and rip his ass? ass? And I was just like, No, you don't he's like do don't, that. yo, bro, yo, kick this his guy ass, man. was a uh, <laughs> say it again. No, and I and I actually said, No, I want to defend myself, I don't want anybody involved but me. And he's like, Damn, okay. Yeah. And this guy was a Vietnam uh, vet. So this dude was wow. He's the bravest man ever. So uh, he he puts his hands up. He's like, put your hands up. And I'm like, what? He's like, put your hands up. And I'm about to smack you right now. And I was like, what? I was like, he's my best friend. Like, this old man was my best friend. And I was like, oh, dang, he's turning on me. Yeah, I'm going to smack you. So he puts his hands up and he pushes me yeah he's like i'm gonna smack you right now put your hands up so he pushes me in front of my dad's (laughs) store and i'm looking at my dad i'm looking for him. he's like no one's helping you right now so so i was just like oh crap i'm done for Ah. so he was old by the way at the time he was like 67 or 66 and you know, he pushed me and I was just like, wow, like, why you hit? like I, I respect you and I love you. Like, why would why would you hit me? And then I was going to cry. And he goes, "Um, he's like, all right, you could cry. Go ahead. Like, you know, your tears are going to blind you and I'm going to smack you. Harder. <laughs> and then I'm like, whoa, this guy has no freaking chill. And then I put my hands up and then I'm dodging his punches. And he's just like, we're doing this for like five minutes. And then he was like, stop. So, I sit down. He's. I'm like, okay, cool. He's like, look, that was a lesson. So your so tears don't do anything for you. Looking around does nothing for you. Nobody's gonna help you but you. That's why I told you to put your hands up model. because I like that. these are your hands. You're gonna put your hands up to defend yourself. Yo, man, this guy, he 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 was one of a kind, bro. At the time where people thought Muslims were racist and terrorists and all these things he was the only person that really took the time to teach me a lot of things that you know uh i was unable to learn when my dad was busy at work and my mom was you know a, a stay home mom and i
1: was a, I was. I that's was where in, i learned uh, i, uh, like myself, honest, just those I, I couldn't stand i couldn't understand the hate you know and i get it you know people were rightfully angry that many lives were lost some people lost family members but like the whole general, just to generalize, it, it, it's so fucked up, you know. Because, like, who cares what you practice, you know? I like to look in I like to look at the person for who they are. That's it, you know. I don't see color, I don't see religion, I don't see creed, I don't see all that. I see, like, are yeah. you a good person or not? Because if you're a piece of shit, I ain't gonna deal with you. Plain and simple. I never, I never understood the hate because there's so much you can learn from other people. Yeah. And for you to close those doors to burn those bridges, absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Unacceptable.
0: Yeah, that that's 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 important. But uh, when when parents teach their children nothing and they have to learn for themselves, I guess they just pick up after other people's uh, ignorance taught it. You know what they're taught. So, like, if one kid is ignorant. And a kid who yeah. doesn't know anything better, he's probably going to learn that ignorance that that kid is practicing, you know. Um, and, yeah, that, that was that was that was just a part of my life. I, I really missed the guy. Uh, I called him before and it went straight to voicemail. So I, I think he did pass away. Wow, at the God time. Bless. I think it was before COVID. He he was ninety
1: nine. hope We could all live to ninety nine, you know.
0: Yeah. Man. Awesome, man. He was a great guy.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know, man. The guy was a way to, way, way, to, way to kill the mood. The <laughs> That's a way to kill the mood. No, he would laugh too. He would laugh. Like, Yo, this man was a great man. I'm like, huh? you know what? God bless him. He's like, yeah, like 99 years old, man. Damn, bro. We should all, you know, we should strive for that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not trying to check, him, but like. <laughs> Come I don't want I don't want to live. Huggies. To, to...
0: Yeah, bro. I'm not. I'm not seeing this. Bro. Like life alert. I can't. No, I don't want somebody wiping my ass. That's weird. Oh, no. Wow. Wow. Really wow. Nah, no, you disrespecting him now. Oh.
1: No, no, but yeah, uh, to, to get back on oh, track,
0: yeah, oh, no, nah. I, it's oh my God.
1: God bless him. You know, I, I wish Wait. I had, I wish I had someone <laughs> teach me like that. You know, that I, my I was my my older brother, but he they he had God to leave left. the house and go to Florida to live with my aunt. Um, and uh, I I kind of wish I had something like that because I, I I was raised in a household of women, and for the most part, my mother, both my mother and my sisters raised me and the thing is um like i saw a lot of what men have done hmm. to my sisters so that's i guess you could say that's how i've how i've uh shaped yeah. myself growing up like i've seen my yeah. i've seen my sisters heartbreak i've seen when they fall in love and yeah. um it, it was it was interesting you know and that's when i came to this realization that men are fucking assholes <laughs> <laughs> and then, I, you know, indirectly, I was like, "I'm an asshole too." Shit, <laughs> I suck. But um, and I going back again. I'm getting off track. But I wish yeah, I had yeah. someone to teach me that because yeah. being in a household of women, nobody fucking does that for you. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, so oh, yeah. yeah. When. My son gets to that age and he's able to, to, do to do learn like, self-defense.
0: You know, I think that's like Karate totally... and stuff like
1: that. I want to put him in yeah. classes, but I want to I want to to teach him not not me myself because I can't fight. I never fought. So if anything, what I would do is I would go learn how to fight and then teach to him. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, in the end of the day, no, there's no, there's no fighting styles on the streets. Them, when someone when someone's in your face, you just have yeah. to be able to put your hands up. And just know not to, like, for example, yep. don't punch with your fucking thumb in your hand so you don't break your damn thumb, you know? Don't hit the bone, the bony parts of the body. Hit the cushiony parts of the body, right? You know, know where to hit. Stuff like that, you know, elementary shit. Um, I want him, I would like him to get used to that, to know that. Because you know, there's going to be one day where where someone's yeah. going to, because in this world, they you know, people suck in this world. There's gonna be someone that doesn't like you so badly, someone that does, someone that just does not like you, and they will start shit with you for no fucking reason. You could be breathing, and they're, they're, they're annoyed, like, oh, "This man exists. My fucking blood boils." Jesus, <laughs> you know, what the fuck I do to you, son? Like, <laughs> so you know, it's always good to know. I, 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 you know, I, I know there's gonna be one day I'm gonna get a call from the school. Yeah. And they'd be like, Yeah, your son got into a fight. I'm like, Word <laughs> be like half expecting that he fucking he fucked this kid up and I'm gonna I'm gonna try to look at him all stern like you shouldn't have done that. And then when we leave, I'm gonna be like, Yo, good fucking job, son. Let's go get some <laughs> pizza. Fucking, right? You don't let nobody you don't let nobody you talk go. you down. Oh, yeah. You don't let because the school can make you feel less control their own than thing than who you are. Fuck out of here with that. shit mm-hmm. And if you ever, oh,
0: I hope when he grows up, he knows no, no. this and he learns oh, this. No,
1: oh, 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 because I was just, his father oh. wanted to teach him. Wait, he said, so, oh. like, <laughs> like, you said, know, like, <laughs> you know, and that's like, oh, I don't you know, want him to from hear from all like, this. How I grew up, I, I, I completely want to raise my son the opposite way, you know um a lot of the things i i wanted to do in life you know I, i've mentioned this before to you in the beginning of the mm-hmm. podcast a lot of the things i wanted to do in life were ostracized and 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 like like always shunned on like you know i wanted to do dance because apparently you know apparently you can't do that as a man um you know i wanted to do i wanted to be in a play men don't act but it's like you don't see the fucking movies like come on look fucking good like i want to look good too (laughs) so and then you know and it came like it was always the same shit like with my wife when i was dating her uh my sister at the time was putting massive restrictions on on how many how often i could see her it used to be oh you can yeah you can only see on the weekends and then a month later you can only see her uh twice uh, twice uh within two weeks or some shit like that what was it it was like Every two weeks, I can see her once. I mean, and then it was like, oh, you can only see her once a month. And then they would start mm-hmm. restricting my like my time to come home. And if mm-hmm. I didn't come home at a certain time, like a curfew, a bullshit ass curfew, if, if you know, mind you. But if I didn't make that curfew, that I was going to be punished. Like they take away my shit, or I couldn't see her the next month. And it was putting a, stra- you know, it was putting a strain on this shit. You know, they, they hated that. The army, they were like, oh, you know, you mm-hmm. you're going to come back all fucked up and shit. And then moving out when i was 24 and i wanted to move the fuck out with my room with my boy telling me that i'm not gonna make it you know and remind you all three of those things were probably the best things that ever fucking happened in my life <laughs> i got married wow. to the girl that you guys fucking hated i came out the army intact and doing better than ever mm. and moving out taught me a lot about being on my own mm. right thank okay. you you are, sir. That's you, you are
0: sir you are a amazing bro. person i'm happy you're an amazing person i got to throw it back and I throw it back um, because... the people i interview no
1: i take that i'm saying that you take, too i'm, I'm taking take it back at you sharing it with you
0: don't, don't do that listen listen um okay. <laughs> thank you yeah i don't know how to do it that's why i'm doing what you're doing <laughs> uh so yeah man no nah, like i i i i really um I respect anybody that comes onto my podcast. I don't want to interview people that uh, people can't benefit from because, you know, the world is already going through so much. And people are changing to um, mm-hmm. getting worse, in my opinion, you know, like people care less. And like, for example, I'm a Muslim, right? Yeah. So in Islam, when you meet another brother or sister, or I mean, not a sister, you're not supposed to say that. But yeah, um, another brother, you 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 give him your salam, right? You, you you say I come in peace. I hope you know uh, God blesses you and all that. And literally, there's so many neighbors of mine that are Muslim. Dude, you know it's crazy, the same it's so crazy you say that. Um, we, we I remember when I was young, there was um, one, um
1: you know uh, there was a Muslim um, uh, Delhi, the, the guy that the, he was Muslim, and I remember when I walked in he said I, I, i'm not familiar with the with the yeah. uh, with the with the yeah with the with the greeting so he said that and i was just like what does that mean oh he you so know well. he says oh, peace be with you and i'm just like yeah. oh but you know i i don't understand why would you tell me that mm-hmm. he's like listen because you and i were family i'm like but i've never met you before he goes well, it doesn't matter because in the eyes of i's in the eyes of my god you know, you you're like you're like a brother and i was just like wow i don't i've never met th- so peaceful i've never met this man before and he would break bread with me like that is a beautiful thing that's why i never understood the hate i never understood the hate the most peaceful beautiful people on the planet oh my god you just i remember i remember another time there was there was a um uh, a mosque uh next to my public school and i remember my mom was late for picking me up and these dudes came out, they they were doing their prayers. Yeah. And they came out, they saw me like by myself. They're like, hey, son, come here. Come here. Like, I know we, we see you here all the time. We see you waiting for your mother. She's late. Come here. We'll shelter you. And I'm like, wow. Like, come on. Beautiful. I fucking love it. I fucking love it. Yeah. Wow. People are not mm. like that.
0: Yeah, men are like men are not like that anymore, bro. Everyone, to be honest, like
1: everybody's, the, on, their the, guard, everybody's yeah, on their guard, bro. Everybody's on their guard. Yeah, and people, There's always I exactly. feel like there's always something too. that has like there's always like a, a gotcha in it, like a like there's always some kind of terms and conditions, you know? They they treat them, <laughs> they treat them shits like fucking application agreements. <laughs> Like, do you accept the terms and conditions? Mm, I don't know. I haven't read them shits yet. So, how about you step the fuck away from me? <laughs> like, it's like, come on, dude. You don't. You never know, right? You never know. You never know. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. It, I just. I will never understand it. Never understand. Man,
0: I'm 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 happy you got on here, man. Um, I usually do yeah, my podcast uh for about an hour, and and so we're reaching yeah, for that one hour. I still because to like, this is this the, always the, happens when, when we you talk. Know, it's um, just that like and everything. with you, you know, I feel like good, I could talk. Like, like this,
1: there's, there's good energy, and that's why I fucking love talking to you. I've always told you, like in life, there are different people that you talk to in certain ways, and you fulfill the philosophical like like when i want to have a philosophical conversation i always speak with you because i feel like i could connect to you in that sense and we have good synergy and i fucking love that you know so it's never like dead air when we're talking either we're laughing or we're listening intently and there's always something to fucking say you know so i don't mind that we fucking you know moved off topic if anything i see this as a time as an opportunity to improve my ability to speak because, you know, I know you say that I, you know, that I'm yeah. good with words or whatever. Yeah. I don't think so. I think that, like, I on my words a lot. I trip and I'm not very good at talking on the spot. But I feel like eventually with more, with more time doing this, you know, maybe, maybe the quality of my language will improve. I'm hoping, though, hoping so. And honestly, I can't. I'm so sorry. Like, when you're in the army, that's all you fucking. Maybe you, <clears> could. Maybe you all... could curse less. <laughs> um, you know, thank you for having me. Uh, I can't wait to. <laughs> oh man! It's so
0: it's a, it's a beautiful snowy day in New York City. It's about twenty eight degrees. Um, it's bright outside. Every light is see? reflecting the snow. I want to picture. I want you guys to picture a picture. A beautiful snowy day, and um, people oh people being cranky. <laughs> no, Even if they're indoors, it's beautiful. Just you got to accept what's coming, you know, like God brings these, these, God, you God. know, temperatures and precipitation and everything. So praise for a God. Reason. It's fuck all winter. to benefit us,
1: you know. I can't stand this shit. I need spring in my life. Say it one more time. Uh, <laughs>
0: It's it's coming, brother. If if it was spring listen, every day, listen, you, wanna, friend, you, be, you, you wouldn't you wouldn't be you uh, wouldn't as energetic if I it was spring excited. once a while.
1: But I get your point. I I completely understand. Sometimes the beautiful things are fleeting, you know. So, yeah. With that being said, let's call it. Yeah. Let's call it a day. Thank you for having. Mm-hmm. Me. I love you. Appreciate you. Yes. And, listen, mm-hmm. I, I'm.
0: Yeah. Some people would be like, yo, what? I like that we say that to one another. And Damn, this say that.
1: But I, let's do this again next Friday. This
0: is, this was yeah, good. Yeah. Man. This
1: was really good.
0: Yeah. Yes. I want you to come on every Friday. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to end it now. So um, I usually say, have a, um, Good morning, uh, good afternoon, good night, good evening. Um, I hope you guys have a beautiful day, and I apologize for not being on. i rather put out quality content than just quantitative. Um, If you do listen to us, you could follow us on our social medias. Um, Mr. Frame Damage has listed his Twitch. He also has an Instagram, a Facebook, and it's all in uh my instagram so you can just check that out we also have links uh to find other um podcasts that i've done um so yeah it's um it's a beautiful day and i appreciate you coming on and enjoy the rest of your day Beauti- and, um beautiful time set. in this world is set. valuable and love that make every second and thank count you by all making right. a difference let's do it thank you let's uh Friday. Much.
1: <laughs> take care guys